Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. Righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience yep. continue in some well-doing seat, nope. for glory and honor and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. You an African-American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Yep. Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' take it? Nope. We gon' explode. Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yep. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yep. Have time to wait?
from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose the most I heard theater Two sides to choose from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose Who you gonna choose Got to choose Alright, alright, alright Gonna learn today Alright, alright, alright Gonna learn today All right, all right, all right, all right. Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom and good morning. Shalom to the 12 tribes worldwide. Shalom and greetings. Welcome. Welcome back to another episode of, <laughs> we got so many titles now and everything. Uh, I'm going to say for now, Bible Talk. Welcome back to, to, to uh, the Bible Talk podcast. Uh, my name is Rashad. I'd like to welcome, welcome you to our, to our show if this is your first time. Maybe you can reach us live whenever we air our classes, Monday through Thursday, uh, from 10 a.m. to, uh, you know, 12. Sometimes I might go to 1230, uh, Monday through Thursday. Uh, and you can call in at area code 646-668-2568 to check out our class. Again, Monday through Thursday, uh, from 10 a.m. to about two, uh, noon, uh, Central Standard Time. Uh, where you got my sub on Mondays, and so this is the schedule, this is the block talk schedule, the Bible talk schedule. Um, Mondays is myself, and I'm gonna, I'll be going over series uh, and, and topics and stuff, uh, and we really, we really, um, we take the, 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 the slow, uh, molasses, really trying to go through these scriptures, really trying to go through the Bible, and make sure we're letting the Bible do the talking. It's not just uh, me coming out the top of, my, top of my head, top of my dome, or, or shooting from the hip. Yeah, we want to make sure that we really are climbing and combing through the scriptures to make sure that our perspective, what we're looking at, is right. Because, hey, like anybody else, I want to be saved also. I want to make sure that when the Most I see, uh, when Christ comes back, who we, who we patiently are waiting for, that he he'll be able to say, "Well done, that good and faithful servant." All right. So that that's what I, uh, the purpose is. So on Mondays, uh, you, you have me. Then you have an outstanding teacher. Uh, by the name of uh, Tazapah, who has Tazapah Tuesdays, where he takes uh, takes uh, different uh, uh, topics and, and series as well. He likes to bring out a lot of history. Uh, he's become a one hell of a historian. Uh, so you check out the, his classes on Tuesdays. Then I come back on Wednesdays, uh, continue with the, whatever series we might be going on and topics we went over. Then Tazapah comes back on Thursdays for a segment he calls FYI, for your information, where he gets different questions. Uh, uh, that he gets, uh, we can uh, text him or, or reach him, and he does does a lot of research. I mean, a lot of research into making sure that whatever questions do come up, that he can get that it, the answer is going to be completely biblical and and thorough, so that the the answer your questions can be answered. So that's on Thursdays where he's got FYI. Uh, then we come back on Fridays uh, where we have the brother Bonabad. Uh, with Friday Night Bible Breakdowns with the Brother Bonabad. And that's, that starts at 7 p.m. Uh, or 8 p.m., I'm sorry. He, he keeps pushing it back from 8 p.m. Uh, to about 10 p.m. Uh, again, on fr- uh, Fridays with uh, Friday Night Bible Breakdowns with the Brother Bonabad. All right, so please check us out. Again, those are our, our dates for the Bible Talk. And the reason I'm saying Bible Talks is because we are, uh, we are uh, associated, affiliated with, and networking with 
the ISBHBK, which is changing the names to the Stream of Wisdom, right, to the Stream of Wisdom. The Stream of Wisdom has locations in uh, Houston, Texas, uh, in Northern Virginia, and as well as in Rochester, New York. Uh, but as far as here in San Antonio, uh, we have a school that, that's been had the school name since 1991, uh, known as the, the, uh, uh, the Sword of Truth, all right, that is located here at 4444 Walsam, suite number 201, San Antonio, Texas, 78218, being the address there. And classes are held every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. And then on Saturdays, also at 10 a.m. Uh, for Sabbath class, all right? If you can't make it to the school, which we invite you to, please come to the school. Please check it out. If you can't make it to the school, uh, you can check out our classes online uh, on YouTube for our San, Antonio, our San Antonio classes. Right now, it's still ISBHBK. For the truth, but I'm sure, I'm sure that's going to be changing. But you can still catch the classes live uh, whenever they're airing on our YouTube channel. For any questions about classes, um, donations, or anything going on here in San Antonio, please reach out to Brother Warner Iyer at area code 210-862-2643 or Brother Samshuan at area code 505-387-9609. All right? For our school in... Houston, in the Houston area, which is uh, the SOW, which stands for uh, Stream of Wisdom, in the Houston area, uh, which is located at 231 FM Road 1092, Stafford, Texas, 77477, in the address there. And you can check their classes live as well. If you can't make it to the actual classroom, you can check them out live on YouTube as well on Mondays and Wednesdays from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, and then again on Fridays from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and then on Saturday Sabbath class starting at 10 a.m. <coughs> again, Central Standard Time. For any questions going on uh, for our school there in, um, in Houston, please reach out to Priest Quatizop at area code 303-557-8979. And again, that is the... SOW, the, the Stream of Wisdom, Houston, Texas. And you can reach out to their YouTube channel as well. All right? um, we'd ask you to, to, to subscribe, like, and share to each one of our, our, our YouTube channels. But please check out uh, stream, of, stream of Wisdom, Houston, Texas, uh, our YouTube channel as well. For our Norfolk, Virginia, Norfolk, Virginia, our Norfolk, Virginia location, which is located at 2016 Granby Street, Nova, Virginia, 23517, the address there. Um, and you can view their classes uh, every Tuesday and Thursday on Facebook under uh, the Stream of Wisdom, Norfolk, Virginia, uh, Facebook channel. But now if you can't reach that one, uh, please check with the uh, Israelite School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge. We're in, in the process of trying to get that changed over. But you can view their live classes on Facebook Live every Tuesday and Thursday from 8 p.m., to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then on Friday nights, uh, you check out the YouTube channel, uh, again, from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. at SOW, uh, Stream of Wisdom, Norfolk, Virginia, our YouTube, our YouTube channel there, uh, from 8, to 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. And then on Saturdays, we invite everybody, please check out the Sabbath ceremony uh, that they do out there uh, in Norfolk on our YouTube channel, uh, uh, Stream of Wisdom, 
uh, Stream Wisdom, Northern Virginia, starting at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. You really, you really want to check that out. They, they, they check out any of our classes, but they really do a great job there. Um, we're going through the Sabbath ceremony, the prayers, and everything. It, it, it's a great class. It's a great class. Great class. Then our Rochester uh, location, uh, Stream of Wisdom, Rochester, uh, which is located at 1600 Lyle Avenue, Suite Number One A, Rochester, New York, 14606, being our address there. They have classes every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. On uh, Tuesday and Thursdays, you can view them live on YouTube as well at the at the SOW, the SOW Rochester, starting from 10 p.m. to 9 p.m. and then they have class again on Saturday, starting at 10 a.m. All these times being Eastern Standard Time. For any questions going on with our school in Rochester, please reach, <coughs> reach out to Priest Quart- uh, Zion at area code 757-762-3917. All right. Um, if you'd like to help out with any donations um, to help keep any of our schools going, uh, for now, we ask you to please reach out to or go to uh, the website, but we're in the, in the process of changing the name of it again, the isbhpk.com. But you would definitely find links to uh, not only Children's Creation, but also Sweet Ambiance and Israel or, or Fringed Up, right? And these subscriptions that you can subscribe to, monthly subscriptions, that you can subscribe to, to where if you get like with, with fringed up, according to whatever subscription you, that you sign up for, um, your monthly subscription will come with a new shirt each month, all right, which includes a border of blue and fringes. It's 100% pre-shrunk, uh, pre-shrunk cotton with the vinyl design of the month. Uh, and according to whatever subscription you subscribe and, and, and pay into, you can also get a leather headband to match your shirt. And that comes to you every month. Uh, uh, with your subscription to help you keep uh, keep your garment up, keep your wardrobe up, all right? And that's called Fringed Up uh, that you can check out, again, on Facebook as well as uh, at isbhbk.com for now to re- uh, finish uh, changing the name, getting the name changed over, all right? And that's called Fringed Up. Now, if you want a garment, I mean, you actually want a garment. You want the, uh, you want the robes or, or the... Or the, um, uh, or the uh, uh, priest garments or, or whatever it might be, check out Israel Wear, right? Please check out Israel Wear. There's links on the website as well to Israel Wear uh, for men, women, and children. If you want a custom design uh, uh, garment made, uh, again, for men, women, or children, check out Israel Wear. They got some. And remember, with Israel Wear, each garment is handmade, right? Each garment if for the men, for the women, or children is custom handmade. So you definitely want to check it out, and they can custom fit anything to whatever style that you have going on, they got you. They take care of you. So please check out Israel Wear uh, on the website. And I'll check out Sweet Ambiance. All right, Sweet Ambiance is designed uh, in engineering custom fragrances so that every one of your moods can smell amazing. When you support Sweet Ambiance, you support SOW, the stream of wisdom schools that we have going on. And what, what uh, Sweet Ambiance is, is they're a designer uh, cologne oils and perfume oils that your colognes and perfumes are made from, but without all the nasty, harsh chemicals and alcohols and, and, and water. It's a concentration, concentrated oil. Um, they also specialize in uh, custom handmade soaps, custom handmade lotions, and custom handmade, uh, uh, what do you call that, candles. So please check out Sweet Ambiance. Uh, you can start your subscription with them as well, um, where each month, men, women, or children, man or woman, you can get the, the fragrance of the month shipped out to you every month 
and you're good to go. All right, they they take care of you. It provides a great service. And again, monies from these enterprises help keep the schools going in Houston, uh, Norfolk, and in Rochester. And then, of course, there's also Chosen Creations, ChosenCreations.com, which you can find at ChosenCreations.com.etsy, E-T-S-Y. Brothers and sisters, I mean, Chosen Creation offers custom engraved jewelry, personalized home decor, and unique gifts you can't find anywhere else on the planet, I promise you. Please check out Chosen Creations. You really can get, I mean, from uh, engraved uh, Lord's Prayers, uh, 3D Lord's Prayers, um, uh, gauntlets, jewelry, uh, 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 the, uh, the Ten Commandments, uh, your tribe, um, the ephod, uh, anything Hebrew, anything, anything uh, Israelite, they can definitely engrave it on wood, metal, glass, leather, you name it. They can design something for you. Go and check out what they have going on. They have some beautiful stuff, again, for men, women, and children, for the home, for the house. Check them out. You won't be mad. You won't be upset. The only thing you might be upset is that you run out of money and all the stuff you want to buy. That, that, that might be the only thing that you get upset at because you want to buy everything because it really is some outstanding quality um, uh, uh, products that they're putting out. So we ask you please support these businesses to help keep the truth going in Houston, in um, Norfolk, and in Rochester. And I don't mean to forget this. For our school here in San Antonio, supporting the sport of truth, we ask you please check out Eastern Fragrances or On The Mark Moving if you have any moving needs. Eastern Fragrances, similar to Sweet Ambiance, uh, provides uh, custom fragrances, again, so every one of your moves can smell amazing here in the San Antonio area. It's located, the, both these uh, businesses are located at Bungo Small. Uh, Eastern Fragrances is on the first floor of Bungo Small, right in front of the uh, Shoe Palace, so the kiosk, right in front of the Shoe Palace, which is in between the Great American Cooking Company and the elevators going upstairs to the food court. Go and check them out. Again, they have custom fragrances, uh, design fragrances. As they have custom fragrances that they design for you and mix up for you, or you can get some of the um, uh, designer colognes or designer perfumes in the Astral Pure Oil without the alcohol and water at an amazing price. And one special thing that they do with uh, Asian fragrances is that whenever you purchase a bottle from them, Again, men, women, and children, it doesn't matter what. Once you get a bottle with them, bring the bottle back, and you get half-price refills on whatever fragrance you want every time you bring the bottle back. All right? So instead of paying full price for, for any cologne or any perfume, once your bottle's empty, bring it back. If you want to switch it up to get another fragrance or whatever, they'll clean it out for you, and you'll get a whole brand-new fragrance, and it'll only be a half-price. So please check out Eastern Fragrances, and then also On The Mark Movie. On The Mark Movie is a movie company that is licensed, insured, and bonded, to handle any of your moving needs. If you got to move a house, you have to move an apartment, you have to move an office, you have to move a, a, a studio, you have to move a, a storage. Any moving needs you, that you need accomplished, On The Mark Moving is one of the most professional, high-quality movers that you can find here in the San Antonio area. They can move local, they can move uh, statewide, and even if necessary, from state, city to city or state to state, they can take care of you. Reach out to On The Mark Movie for any moving needs you have going on. And one of the services they can provide for you if you need it for, I mean, a great price is if you need help packing up your, whatever it is you need packed up to move, they provide that service for you, that you can, you can purchase that service and, and assure that whatever it is you're moving is going to be packed safely, packed professionally, with the highest of quality to help you move whatever you got going on, help you take care of whatever you got uh, taken care of. So please support these businesses. 
to help our school out here in San Antonio called the Sword of Truth. All right. That last but certainly not least, uh, uh, we have another business called uh, EO Pure Therapy. EO Pure Therapy provides high quality skincare products, uh, holistic skincare products that you can fi- can't find. I mean, they do an outstanding job. Where you can get, um, uh, they specialize in bath bombs. They specialize in bath salts, uh, sugar scrubs, salt scrubs, uh, salt scrubs. Uh, just skincare products, period, for men, women, and children, as well as fragrances. All right, just like Easter fragrances or, or uh, Sweet Ambiance, you can get a custom-designed fragrance of, of your choice or your choosing, whatever fits you. And check this out. You can also get those fragrances, uh, or some of the most uh, popular fragrances, in a custom handmade soap. All right, in a custom handmade soap or lotion. All right, EOP Therapy will, really will take care of you when it comes to any of your skincare needs. Um, along with the bath bombs that they, they custom handmade, as well as the soaps and, and the lotions, the bath bombs or the bath salts or the, uh, 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 I'm, I'm getting a brain fart. They, you can get them CBD oil infused. All right, so when you sit down and have your Calgon moment, Calgon taking me away, you can get your, your uh, designer bath bomb that you put in your bathtub, you know, when, when, you're, uh, when you're, you're soaking, trying to let go of the, the stress of the day with your favorite uh, a scent that either you design or they design for you or what they already have. But they got to infuse those bath, bath, bath bombs with that CBD oil so that you can just help relax and help just get more of the aches and pains up out of your body, almost better than, than, than just Epsom salt by itself. All right, but they also have CBD uh, creams, gummies, tinctures, and roll-ons. So check out uh, EO Pure Therapy, which is located also at Rolling Oaks Mall, which is directly diagonal from the H&M Clothing Store on the first floor of the mall in the JCPenney wing of the mall, which is uh, across from the Icing Boutique there at the mall. All right, they're they're there Monday through uh, Sunday as well, or Seven days a week, or as our brother Gabar Kabbalah likes to say, uh, nine days a week, uh, 48 hours a day. They're there. Uh, go and check them out uh, uh, as they help provide services for, for, for keeping the show running and keeping everything going as well. All right? So uh, and if you're in the Albuquerque area, I don't want to forget Brother Aisha Wajazak, and you can reach him at uh, area code 505-218-4218. As we have a lot of high holiday celebrations coming up, brothers and sisters, we have a lot of high holidays approaching real quickly. Um, as we're approaching the seventh month of the Hebrew year uh, with the uh, Memorial Blowing the Trumpets, let me see if I can pull this up real quick. I should, I should have put this on, on this here. With the Memorial Blowing the Trumpets, the Day of Atonement, the uh, Feast of Tabernacles, and, you know, right after that, we're, we're hitting up Hanukkah. Then after that, we have Purim. Then right after that, you know, we're already at Passover again. Already. We're already about to hit up Passover again. So let me see if I can pull this up. I'm one of the people I sent this to. I need to add this on my announcement sheet here, which I will do, which I will be doing. All right. Um, I got a picture right here. Here we go. All right. Uh, coming up. Let me see here. Coming up uh, September 14th. Uh, 2023 at sundown will be the memorial of the blowing of trumpets. All right, the memorial blowing of trumpet. It begins sundown September 14, 2023, and it ends September 15, 2023 at sundown. 
All right. That's uh, for the uh, upcoming Memorial of the Blowing of Trumpets. Then right after that, as you know, we have the Day of Atonement. And the Day of Atonement is the only fast that the Most High requires for all Israel to, to partake in. Uh, the Day of Atonement uh, begins September 23rd, 2023 at sundown, and it ends September 24th, 2023, again at sundown, which is uh, the Day of Atonement. And then we have the Feast of Tabernacles right after that. The Feast of Tabernacles begins September 28th, 2023 at, sun, at sundown, uh, or sunset, and it ends October 5th, 2023, again, at sundown. So you want to check these days out, all right? Uh, add them to your calendar, get ready for them. These are some very high, very important high holidays uh, that the Lord has provided for, the, for us, the children of Israel, the Israelites, that, that we want to definitely observe. And then right after the Feast of Tabernacles, uh, beginning December 7th, 2023 at sundown, we have Hanukkah, all right? We have Hanukkah which ends December 15th, 2023, at sundown as well. All right, brothers, so just to go ahead and put that, drop a little buzz in your ear uh, about some of the important dates and times and, and things coming up, uh, just, you know, put it on your calendar uh, and get ready for it. All right, we're at the part of the show now where I like to uh, uh, offer prayers for uh, different brothers and sisters and families that, of names I've gotten um, and ask that, that, uh, even though you can't find the scriptures, but I'm, I'm going to say it like this from uh, that, that church way. Ask for the prayer warriors, all right, the righteous people, uh, to add these names that, that I'm about to give. Add this to your prayers at home, that when you're in your closet and, and you're by yourself and you send up prayers to everybody, we ask that you might add these names to, to your prayer list as well. Uh, a little extra prayer always helps. The prayer of a righteous does avail much, all right? So everybody, if you want to join me, I'm going to send this prayer. And we ask them outside to, to be with uh, our brothers and sisters, all right? So uh, here we go. Uh, I'm going to start off like this. It says, the Most High, in the name of Christ, Yahweh, Bahashem, Yahweh, Shai. Please listen to us now. Baba Gushai, Shema Lenawa, Aitha, right now, Yemyan Aitha. Please send Michael and the holy angels. Baba Gushai, Shalak, Michael, Allah, Allah, to watch over, to Shema uh, Isle, to bless Barak, to heal Rapah, to protect Hagan, to strengthen Hazak, to help Izar. Uh, and please take away, and Babu Shah, Lekwak Mayan, all evil, call Rai, evil people, Rai Ain, evil spirits, Rai Rahayim, uh, from uh, the, the, the husband and wife, Thahawam uh, and Waradaya, from the brother John Spann, uh, from the sister, Miss Catherine, otherwise known as Ma Dukes. I'll continue to be with uh, Becky and Daryl and Becky's sister, Carmen. Uh, my in-laws, now the entire Lubbock family, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, and all my nieces and nephews, please be with them. Uh, the entire Coates family, the, the family of Brother Gabar Kawa, uh, please be with them as well. Uh, to the, uh, the continued prayers for the Brother Kizakia uh, and his family. Uh, for the Sister Anagashia, uh, for the Brother Sahawam uh, out there in Houston. Uh, also for the Brother Sahawam here, uh, uh, here in San Antonio, West Beverly. For the Sister Ayana, the wife of Brother of Warner Iron, Ayana uh, Banath Banyamian. Uh, for some special needs children, Father, 
for the, the daughter of uh, the brother Tazapah and his wife Arakaya, uh, uh, baby girl Cece. For the daughter of uh, brother uh, Gabarkawa and Anagasha, uh, Lee. And for the daughter of brother uh, Banabad and his wife Kwadashaya, for Aliyah. Uh, continue prayers, my father, for uh, Tazapah and his whole family. Continue prayers going on, Father, for the brother Kwadash Gabar. Uh, continue prayers going on for the brother Yanawatan. Uh, continue prayers going on for brother, my brother Gad out there in Florida. Uh, Gabar Gad out there in Florida, him and his wife. Uh, for the brother Sean Kodash and his wife Mariah. Uh, for our brother LV, uh, who's got some iPhones right now, Father. And for his, uh, uh, I'm sorry, for brother LV. And for, my, for Gabar in Florida, his mother-in-law, Ruthie Mae Johnson. Uh, for Kwanashaya, the wife of Brother Bonabad. Uh, for El, the Brother LV and his mother, Pat Washington. Uh, for the Brother Sean Stark. For the uh, Sister Sylvia Khan. And uh, again, for our brother, the, the son of uh, Gabakawa, uh, Shapar. And his brother, Raashwan. And their sister, uh, Mariah, uh, Marari. And Father, we ask also for Brother Yama, who happens to be going through some trials tribulations right now as well. We ask you all these things, Father, in the name of, of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you always. Uh, the Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, so now we get that out the way. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. And let me say this here as, as we're going over a little bit of this Hebrew. Uh, we do have a Hebrew class. Uh, we do have a Hebrew class that we do do every Sunday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. every Sunday. And if you'd like a link, we do it on Google Meet, which is like, like, kind of like Zoom. We do it on Google Meet, and if you would like to have access and join us uh, for our class, please uh, hit me up. Uh, you can reach me at area code 210-784-8463. Hit me brother Gabar Kawa, uh, 505-907-6385, uh, and get the link to our Hebrew, our Paleo Hebrew class, if you want to go ahead and start learning the, the, Hebrew, the Paleo Hebrew language as well. And that's every Sunday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, and we can definitely accommodate you like we're trying to do everybody else. All right? So with that, brothers and sisters, thank you again for tuning in uh, uh, to our show. Uh, it is Monday. Today is Monday. Let me get all my notes together here. I can kill this right here. No, don't say I don't need that. All right. Brothers and sisters, I've been going over, we've been going over, with the, the help of my, my brother, Gabar Kawa, we've been going over a series that has reached 23 episodes, a 23-part series on what it means to deny Christ. And as I say, brothers and sisters, we have really been combing through to really, I don't know, if, uh, let me say it like this. I want to make sure that, like the scripture does say, I, I said it before, I'm going to say it again. I want to be that servant who's found so doing that when Christ does return, he says, well done, now good and faithful servant. That's found so doing, laboring uh, in, 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 the, in, the, uh, in the vineyard of the Most High and doing things the right way, doing things that are pleasing in his eyes. Um, and with that in mind, I'm very conscious, brothers and sisters, of Matthew chapter 24. Uh, we can find it in other scriptures also, but in Matthew 24, Christ told us and warned us about false prophets, about false Christ that were going to be rising up in, in, these, in these latter days. Um, that scares me. That, that personally scares me, brothers and sisters. And 
for Christ to give us the warning that uh, wide, is, wide is the way that leads to destruction, but narrow is the way that leads to righteousness. And that there's many that go down the road to destruction, really thinking that they're right, being led away with, again, the false, false prophets, being led, being led away with false Christ. Now, for my study and research, brothers and sisters, and I'm not the only one, please, by, by, by no means am I the only expert, by no means am I the only one who studies. I'm going to call myself an expert. No, by no means am I the only one who's teaching. By no means am I the only one that, that, that Christ is speaking with or dealing with. By no means will everyone try to put myself on that type of, of, of pedestal or that type of, uh, uh, of, of whatever it might be. I try, I'm really trying to come, like Christ said, uh, humble. He said, learn of me, for I am humble and meek, and my burden is light. That, uh, to, the, the example that Christ left of not trying to exalt my office, trying to exalt myself, not even trying to make a name for myself, right? that Christ made himself a noble reputation, I'm really trying to do the same thing, brothers and sisters. I'm really trying to put on Christ. Like anybody else is. I'm not the only one. Like anybody else is. And this is what causes me to study the way I study, brothers and sisters. This is what caused me, and I'm not saying that I'm the only one, that there's plenty of people. And we know that Christ, think about this, brothers and sisters, I, and I'm aware of this. Just as Christ had the 12 disciples who became the 12 apostles, when he commissioned them, he set them out two by twos everywhere that he was going to go. And then we know he had the 70 disciples and sent them out also two by twos uh, to every city in Israel, in Palestine, that he was going to go to and go teach. Fully aware of that. But I'm asking you to, to and I, I'm aware of, in sending out two by twos, that this message had to get spread. And that there was different techniques, there was different things and different administrations and different uh, uh, ways that the people he sent out, that he commissioned to teach, they obviously did not teach the exact same thing the exact same way. And by that I'm meaning this. If we, if we look at Peter and Paul, and I bring this up a lot in, in, a, uh, in, in my classes, uh, just as a reminder right now also. If we look at Peter and Paul, because most people are familiar with Peter and Paul. Most people don't even, can't even name the, the 12 apostles uh, that Christ had. But everybody is pretty much familiar with Peter and Paul. We know Peter from if it's a church or religion or cartoons that he's St. Peter standing at the pearly gates, uh, letting people in and out because of, of they're misunderstanding of what Scripture says, but we're familiar with Peter that way. And most people are familiar with Paul being the, the writer of the New Testament. If we look at these two men and look at their backgrounds, and we study their backgrounds, we see that Paul, who was a Pharisee, had, had studied his, his teacher, um, if you want to call him rabbi or, 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 or master or teacher, was Gamaliel. Gamaliel was the top Pharisee, the top educator during the time of Paul. To get educated by Gamaliel would be similar to being educated at one of the top highest universities in the world, in Oxford or Cambridge, uh, not, not some uh, San Antonio Community College, or some you might go online, uh, some technical school. No. To get taught by Gamaliel, again, would be like getting, by being taught like at Oxford, Cambridge, I mean, the highest, most prestigious uh, educational um, uh, platforms on the planet. 
So for Paul to have his education and his teachings come from Gamaliel, his vocabulary, his, his academics was of that caliber and was of that level, all right? But now on the other end of the spectrum, you had Paul, Peter, um, who, who was a, a true follower, a true disciple of Christ, who actually get that mentorship from Christ himself. And what scholars have done and, and studied, like the, how Peter talks and how he puts words together and even the words he uses, that Peter would be compared to having a third-grade education, that uh, Peter would, would, would be compared to if he only had a third-grade education, compared to now Paul, who had the, the, that Oxford education, if you will. So we see that there's two very dedicated men, but we see the two spectrums that they come from, and that they was able, and the way they, they, they the, the people they taught was able to reach, and the way they had to go about things, and it was, it, they, obviously it would have been different. The different language they would have used, the grammar, the examples even, it would have been different from one another, but it was all pointing to the same direction. It was all pointing people to Christ, all pointing people to salvation, all pointing people to repentance. And then we see where Peter was now commissioned more to go to the Jews and Israelites, who at that particular time in history, we had not lost our identity. We still knew we were Jews. We still knew we were Israelites. So Peter was pretty much sent to them to teach them about Christ because many Israelites that were living outside of Palestine, that were living outside of Israel, still know, we were keeping the laws. Uh, we were, we were known we were Israelites. We would know what tribe we were from. But because we weren't in Israel for that three years that Christ was doing his teaching, we were unfamiliar with Jesus Christ. We were unfamiliar with the Messiah. We knew the Messiah was coming. We, had, we knew we had the books of Daniel. We had Genesis. We had Deuteronomy, where, where, where uh, Moses told us that the Lord is going to raise up a prophet like unto himself from among, from among our brethren. Him shall we hear. Him shall we listen to. We had that. We had the prophecies that were given to David about there's going to be a, uh, the Messiah is going to come out of his loins. So we, as Israelites in general, we've had that knowledge. So we knew a Messiah was coming. We just didn't know who. And we didn't know that it was actually Jesus Christ. So we see where Peter was now pretty much commissioned between Peter and Paul to go and teach the Israelites that, that grew up knowing they were Jews, that were circumcised the eighth day, that, that were keeping the law, but were unfamiliar with Jesus Christ, the Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that they were just unfamiliar with. So he was commissioned to go and teach them. Whereas Paul's commission now became going to the Israelites who didn't even know they were Israelites going to the Israelites who have been uh, scattered from the, from the Greek captivity, or the Greek dispersion, the Persian Mede dispersion, uh, the Babylonian, going, we touched on the Assyrian um, uh, the, uh, uh, scattering, that Paul pretty much went to them, the Israelites who have been scattered among the Gentiles, to teach them and bring them back. But we can see from, the, from where they had to start their teaching from, Paul didn't have, or Peter didn't have to teach the Israelites that they're Israelites. He didn't have to teach them uh, the nationality. They already knew the nationality. They were already familiar that Christ or the Messiah was coming. Whereas now Paul had to go to the Israelites who had been scattered that were Gentiles, called Gentiles, um, by the Israelites that knew they were Israelites, and I had to teach them from the level of now even just teaching them they were Israelites, even teaching them that that. First off, this is your identity, this is who you are, and now this is who Christ is. 
So they had different teaching points, different te- teaching uh, uh, avenues they had to start with. So I'm completely familiar with that, uh, with that history. Um, and the purpose of, of, of putting together these blog talk, uh, uh, Bible talk uh, uh, podcasts is we want to make sure that we're not being led astray. We want to make sure that we're not being bamboozled. We want to make sure that we're, we're approved in the eyes of God. We want to make sure that we're doing things the right way. In the midst of this minefield of distractions, this minefield of uh, influences, this minefield of, of false Christs, of false prophets, we really strive in the past, was it 13 years? Uh, yeah, 13 years uh, that we were doing uh, Bible talk, that we're letting the Bible do the talking, that we're really going to the scriptures and really getting the scriptures from the, the history classes uh, that, that we do, from the research that is done, the reference books that we use, that we want to make sure we're really getting what the Bible is saying, that we really want to get what the Lord is saying. We really want to make sure that we're walking the right way, all right? So this is what's kind of inspired, brothers and sisters. Um, we're, we're at this part of what it means to deny Christ. And I'm not putting a number to this. Uh, it's, it's not, it's not going to be episode number 24. Uh, I want to start this one fresh here. Uh, what it means to deny Christ, what it means to deny the true birth of Christ, all right? Um, with that being said, this is not going to be a quick class, but it's just, I'm going to tell you that right now. It's not going to be a quick class. Uh, it, it's not going to be a quick class. We're going, we're going to put some studying in, all right? We're going to put some research in. We're going to, we're going, we're going to really um, uh, dive into uh, these scriptures, and we're going to get we're going to be getting uh, different references, different history books. We're going to get some um, some articles from from Newsweek. Uh, we're going to get some articles on, on uh, off the off the internet. We're going to really kind of dive into this, brothers and sisters. We're going to really kind of dive into this. And I'm being joined at this time by my brother Gabar Kawab. Please hold on. Hello. Shalom, sir. Yahweh by Shalom Yahweh Shabbat Shalom, sir. Yahweh by Brother Gabar, what's happening? Um, just uh, getting ready to get into this, uh, this, this research. This is a class. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to go to get this info out. Wow. All right, cool, cool. All right, so, brothers and sisters, we're, we're going to... Um, and trying to get into this, and like I said, uh, I'm trying to get into the segue so it makes sense. But we're going to go through, we're not going to just jump straight to the, to the birth of Christ. Because a lot of people think they understand about the birth of Christ. And we've been taught and really been conditioned about the virgin birth, dealing with the, the, the Virgin Mary. And for our concepts and even our definitions, in modern times, of what we hear in now 2023, what we have come to know what the word virgin even means, defined by today's standards. But one thing a lot of people don't do is go and define when the word virgin was used back then, what did the word virgin mean back then? <clears throat> was it even, I mean, does it even have the same context, the same connotation as what it means to be a virgin today? 
All right? And then when we're dealing with uh, looking at today's society, how things are done today, we are also going to examine and look at how a wedding's done. How is a marriage, uh, uh, what, what constitutes a marriage? Back in ancient times, compared to what we've become accustomed to and conditioned to, to see and believe in these modern times. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of things that we got to look at, brothers and sisters, a lot of things we got to look at and, and, and really kind of absorb. And, and I'm hoping, let me say this, brothers and sisters, also. It is not my desire, it's not my plan uh, to be malicious. By no means am I trying to turn people away from the Bible. By no means do, uh, do I want to be that person who, who does not help bring the Lord's people back to him. I don't want to be one of those, uh, those pastors or those preachers uh, that I believe is in Ezekiel chapter 36. Where's that at? Do you remember that? What's this, the pastor that scattered my sheep? Do you remember that set offhand? Jeremiah chapter 23 and verse 1. So I mean, this, that's pretty. That's a pretty easy statement to to. to that don't require a lot of dictionary help. That don't require a lot of lot of. Uh, it's not a deep uh, hidden uh, uh, mystery. That's pretty plain and obvious. Woe be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, saith the Lord. Brothers and sisters, that scares me. That, on a personal level, scares me. That as I, I've, I've been awakened, for lack of a better word, to my identity. That I'm a Hebrew Israelite according to the prophecies, according to the history, according to the uh, uh, archaeology that we get from the Bible and from history books or whatever. I understand that the so-called Negroes, West Indians, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans, North American Indians, similar Indians, Argentinians, Chileans, Brazilians, Colombians, and so-called Mexicans here in North and Central South America, that we are the actual literal descendants of the 12 tribes of Israel. All right? We know that the Israelites have been scattered to the four corners of the earth. But for here in the, in the Western Hemisphere, more importantly, the, the Western North Hemisphere, which is called North America, that we are the Israelites. Those of Negro, Native American, and so-called uh, Hispanic descent, whose fathers are of Negro, uh, Native American, or so-called Hispanic descent, we are the we are members of the twelve tribes of Israel. That's our true nationality. So, so since coming to the knowledge of understanding that, which has been here for ages and for generations, that coming into this knowledge that now, when I show people stuff, when I teach people stuff. I got to make sure that it's not just about, okay, now that I know my, my identity, but I still don't understand this Bible. That now that I'm able to go to and find the scriptures to understand my identity, that yes, 
Price is black, the people of the book are black, are black or, or Native American or, or so-called Hispanic, that this is our history, this is our book, that I want to make sure I'm not one of these pastors that is destroying and scattering the sheep of the most high's pasture, he takes that very personal. He takes that very personal. That that is something that he is that he is no. So I'm keeping this in mind, brothers and sisters, I'm not trying to scatter the sheep of the most high's pasture. I'm not trying to destroy or lead to any further division or lead to any further uh 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 Contention that is, is, is preventing the unity of the 12 tribes of Israel and coming back together. To come back and repent and praise the Lord the way he wants to be praised. To worship the Lord the way he wants to be worshipped. All right? I'm just saying this for the record. It might go on deaf ears. I don't know. That I'm not, I've, I've not dedicated, like the Brother Gabar and many others, I've not dedicated my life for these past I came in, into this knowledge when I was 19 years old. I just turned 19. So this is what? 32, 30, uh, We are living in the calendar. I need to calculate it. Thirty-five years, all right. Thirty-five years. I'm not dedicated. Thirty-five years of my life that I want to be a false prophet, that I want to be a false Christ, that I want to be a false teacher. That is not not bringing the people of the Lord back to the Most High. But now I'm a part of the problem. I'm a part of keeping people scattered. No. No, that that is not my intention. So I'm only saying that because a lot of things that that we do go over in a lot a lot of my classes, they can rub people the wrong way. They they can rub people the wrong way. Not just, and and my personality, my personality does not get along with everybody. My my personality does not get along with everybody. But I really do not want my personality to become a stumbling block or, or become a a, a roadblock for people not, not wanting to read the Bible, for people not wanting to study, to make sure that they're doing things right in the eyes of the Father as well, all right? Um, but let, me, let me state this. Give me Galatians chapter, what was that, 416? Am I there for becoming your enemy? Galatians uh, 4 and 16. Is it 16 or 26? Galatians chapter 4 and 16, am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? All right. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put this out here that even Paul, 
for as great as a teacher as Paul is, that he wrote pretty much the whole New Testament, damn near by himself, of what, what, what we had today, that even Paul was faced with what? That people were upset, rubbed the wrong way, pissed off, angry at what Paul was teaching. There were a lot of Jews that knew they were Jews, grew up knowing they were Jews, grew up keeping the laws of the Most High. But for Paul to come and now teach about Christ, that Jesus Christ is the Savior, a lot of Jews hated him for that. For, for To come back and show a lot of the Jews that the, you're keeping of the law, but you're missing out on the charity. You're missing out on the envy, the lust. You're missing out. You're not addressing the covetousness. You're not addressing your stubbornness. And you're just trying to hang your hats on because you keep the law that that's it. And for him to come back and, and be teaching and showing them, that, no, that's not enough. A lot of people became Paul's enemies for this. A lot of people hated Paul for this. To where when we read about the things he went through, it says how he, how he was stoned like two or three times. I mean, they throw stones at him to kill him two or three times. That, that he had to be let out of windows, out of cities, because the whole city was in an uproar wanting to kill him. In a similar fashion, the same thing happened with Christ. That Christ told us that a prophet is not without honor, except in his own city, his own, uh, his own town, and his own home. So if Paul from him teaching salvation and what people had to do to get, get right with the Lord. It caused them to get angry and become his enemy or become enemies of Paul because he's telling them the truth. I'm, I'm throwing this out there that a lot of times, brothers and sisters, not just from my classes, but from any class you might watch on, whether it's YouTube or, or class you might attend or whatever, that there's going to be a lot of things that might be said that might rub you wrong, but are you investigating, is this the truth? Are you really investigating or looking at, don't look, don't, you know, it's like they say, don't shoot the messenger. Listen to the message. Isn't that the same thing that happened with Christ? They, they wanted to kill the messenger, and they did. And not catch the message. So again, but I'm, I'm just want to put it out there that that again, it's never been my intent. I'm sure I'm uh, letting Brother Gabar uh, speak on his behalf to ever destroy or to scatter the sheep of the Most High's pasture. To be accused of 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 of, of leading the Most High's people astray. Now that that scares the living daylights out of me. That really truly does. But I don't know if you have any sentiments toward the same thing. You want to address it or say anything about it? If you if you do, Ock, the floor is yours. One hundred percent, one hundred percent in agreement with the total agreement. Um, Thirty-five years—that's a long time. That's a long time to to invest. Um, and, and spreading, spreading this, this uh, the gospel or the good news to to our, our people. Um, 
and and um, I I feel it exactly the same way. You know, um, just getting the understanding off of uh, the scripture that um, that we just read, as far as the, the one in Jeremiah, where it, it's woe. That's that's destruction. That's sorrow. That's uh, that's it, it's a great responsibility to get this information out to our people, and um, we we do know we are well aware that the information because it is the truth that it may it, it's going to rub our people the wrong way at, at, at times but um, as you explained as the scripture explains um, what Paul went through um, accepting that responsibility to, to get this information out straight, narrow and and truly, truly, waking up our people with the correct information is uh, is, is very important. And you know that 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 scripture of of what happens to uh, the pastors that do scatter scatter the sheep, um, it, it scares me off. So uh, we are we are definitely in one court. Time, time, time. Uh, brother, please give me Matthew ten thirty four. We went over this uh, uh, a couple, couple, uh, a couple episodes back. I just want to hit this up again real quick. Matthew chapter ten verse thirty four. Time. Uh, Matthew chapter ten and verse thirty four reads. Bring All right. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting a text, and it says, "Sorry to interrupt, but it's difficult." To hear Gabar's voice. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can make it make it better, a little bit more clear. Is that better? Uh, well, let's try it. Let's try it. Okay. All right. Uh, so Matthew uh, chapter ten and verse thirty-four reads. Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. Now, brothers and sisters, if, if you're joining us, and hopefully you're writing these scriptures down that, we, that we're going over. If you're joining us, you will see that Matthew chapter 10, verse 34, if your Bible is equipped, that you have the words of Christ written in red, so you can tell when Christ is speaking, as opposed to just, just other prophets or other, uh, uh, other teachers or whatever. All right, it's, uh, the sister Becky says, uh, you're welcome. It's better now. Thanks. So if we see that the words of Christ are here in red, that this is Christ speaking, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Savior. Matthew chapter 10, verse 34, what is he saying? Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. I mean, these are the words of Christ, written here in the Holy Bible, and yes, this is the New Testament of the King James Bible. Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. Verse 35. Time, for I am come 
to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Really are? And a man's foes shall be they of his own household. Christ is telling us, Christ is letting us know that once we start teaching about the true Christ, who he really is, what he's really about, especially in this world of false prophets, false teachers, false doctrines, uh, we're coming in, we're coming in a world where a lot of people have not even been reading the Bible. All the, their only association or relationship with, with Christ is through songs, through hymns, and not from actual reading. Well, our only interaction with Christ is has been passed down from usually is from the mother, from the grandmother, from a great aunt. That is these traditions and these lessons that are passed down that are. This is why I, I'm, I'm saying like this. I'm not trying to offend. Um, Wiv. I think I spelled it wrong. Um, Give me one second. Read it for me one more time, Gabor, and, and can, can, go over it just a little bit. I need to find the scripture. Con. Uh, Matthew um, chapter 10 and verse 34 reads, Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. So, you know, that that's that's a, a a blatant statement to set to set someone at var- at variance means to set a difference, meaning there's going to be a different uh point of view. And everyone's not going to agree. It's 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 going to be up to to set at uh, variance is like a conflict, a debate, an argument, war. If it's not peace that's being sent out on the earth, then it has to be a war. So a war as in different opinion compared to compared to uh, uh, the truth, which is the scripture. So this is coming out of Christ's mouth, right out of the horse's mouth, that this truth was is 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 not going to be agreed uh, agreed with 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 everyone. It's especially um, as we read to uh, thirty six, uh, and a man's foes shall be they of his own household meaning uh, the, the the household is going to be divided. There's going to be different um, different opinions about what the truth is. And since, you know, the, the truth is in the gospel and coming out of Christ's mouth himself, um, 
there's going to be debates and arguments within the family, within the family unit. And, and we can look at within the family unit also, the family represents somebody who's closest to you. Now, your family represents somebody who's closest to you, that you might, that we have relationships with, we have bonds with, that you can have a, a relationship, a, a very intimate relationship with, with people that are not your family, that are not your biological blood family, but there's still, there's still a connection. Um, so now, just like the brother Gabar is bringing out and saying, which is, which is 100% true, that your own family members, as far as biological people, family, that as the truth of Christ, which has been, and that's another thing I guess we got to get also. I know I'm jumping a lot. Another thing we got to understand is with Christ saying, making the statement right here, that he's not coming to send peace on earth, but a sword, that there's going to be division within not only the, fa- the nuclear family structure, when I say nuclear meaning for mom, dad, sister, brother, um, that there's not going to be division as the truth of Christ is coming out, that there's going to be division among people, among friends. That's going to be taking place. There's going to be separations that's go- that are going to be happening. It's going to, it's going to be um, irritations. It's going, it's going to be, it's going to be um, uh, uh, as Paul said, am I becoming your enemy? I'm telling you, telling you the truth. It's going to be a lot of these things happening. Uh, real quick, let's go to uh, Romans. Uh, what is that? Sixteen twenty-five, I believe it is. Fine. Um, Romans chapter sixteen and verse twenty-five reads: Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel, and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret since the world began. Now, brothers and sisters, this, this is a very important piece right here. Paul, as you know, remember, Paul was teaching to a lot, a lot, of, a lot of Jews and a lot of Israelites who didn't know they were Israelites during the time of his actual teaching. This has only been magnified since that time up until, until today's times. that there's been a mystery about Christ. There has been a mystery that's been here for since the day since the world began about who is going to be Christ. What is his actual purpose? What is he going to do? And I say this for those who have a little bit of, of, of Bible history. Remember, to understand about the Messiah, the Jews were looking for, especially if we, when we read about the Messiah in the books of Daniel and the prophecies about the Messiah from the books of Daniel, um, that the Messiah was going to come down and put down the fourth kingdom that we understood it was going to be the Babylonians. Then it was going to be the Persian and Medes. Then it was going to be the Greeks, and then it was going to be the Romans. It says, and from Daniel, he said, that's when the Messiah will come. And it was understood now after the fourth kingdom that when the Messiah comes, the lowest kingdom is going to be established, that he's going to put down the fourth kingdom, and that it was only going to be God's righteousness and God's laws ruling the whole entire earth, and the kingdom is going to be restored back to Israel. We had that part of the, of, of the puzzle. That's what we were looking for. That's what the Jews were looking for. That's what the Israelites were looking for. But what was missing, though, was the other part of the mystery. What was missing was where Christ was going to have to suffer. Like a lot of the prophecies that, that, that David gave us about the Messiah, about the suffering, him having to put to death, and raised back up, we missed that part. 
we missed that part. We missed the part of, uh, where Isaiah talks about the servant of the Lord. That was, again, uh, in Isaiah chapter 52 and, and, and chapter 53 about the suffering and, it, and the, 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 the torture, the anguish that he was going to go through, that was prophesied that he was going to go through and not complain and not lift up his voice one time, but that he was going to go through that to take away the sins of the people, to take away the sins of the Israelites, like that lamb did for the, the laws that were given to the Israelites, that the sacrificial lambs that we had to sacrifice were supposed to take away his sins from their sacrifice, that it was supposed to get in our conscience that an innocent animal had to die because of our sins, because of our choices. But now Christ got to suffer the same thing. We didn't put that together. A lot of people did not put that together. They were looking for the instant that the Messiah gets here, the, it's going to be an instant uh, change of, uh, changing of the guard. It's going to be an instant. Uh, the Israelites will be back on top again, and we, gonna, we was going to rule. Never to, never to have to serve or rule again. But we forgot all the policies about Deuteronomy chapter 28, that the Israelites, we're going to come in captivity. We're going to be kicked out of our land completely and come over here to, to, to a land on slave ships and, and, and serve slavery, whether it was the so-called Negroes, uh, West Indians, or, or uh, Haitians, come on, on slave ships, Jamaicans, Caribbeans, come on, on slave ships or for the Native Americans that were already over here from the Leviticus chapter 26, that a lot of those policies still had to take place. It still had to take place. We had to forget our nationality. We had to forget who we were. We had to still go through those, those prophecies. We had to still go through those things. So Christ, even at the time Paul was talking about, was still a mystery. He was still a mystery since the world began. Read the scripture, please, one more time, uh, Gabar, please. Con, uh, Romans chapter 16 and verse 25 reads, Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret since the world began. Go ahead. But now is made manifest. And but now it tells you the time is going to come that now this mystery was going to be revealed. The time is going to come that now it was no longer going to be a mystery that now the prophecies have now taken place. The prophecies have now become history. A lot of the events that was prophesied that, was, that need to happen to the Israelites, that now they're starting to take place, especially if we're looking back now from the year 2023 going backwards. We can now match more of the prophecies with the Bible and see, oh, this did happen in history. But it was prophesied 3,000 years ago, 4,000 years ago, 5,000 years ago. This is how we know what's going on. Now we understand this mystery a little bit more clear. Reading on, sir? Fine. But now is made manifest and by the scriptures of the prophets. That now this mystery is being made manifest by the scriptures of the prophets. That now we can match the prophecies that the prophets of old wrote down for us, gave to us, by, by the power of the Most High in Christ, then now we can match these prophecies with the histories and reveal this mystery by now going back through the scriptures and not just listening to traditions that were passed down orally from people who were kept illiterate. I'm not saying that as in, in a derogatory or condescending tone, but we were kept, those of Negro, so-called Native American, and so-called uh, Hispanic descent, 
we were kept illiterate for for uh, we could speak Spanish couldn't read Spanish we could speak English couldn't read English we could speak French Creole couldn't read it for centuries so now our perception and conditioning was, was, was dictated to us with by people who had a sword in one hand people who had a whip in one hand and either had a gun in one hand either had the 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 a, a receipt or that I'm going to sell you away from you away from your family that they had that in one hand and had the Bible in the other but we were never taught how to read the Bible that's why we are so attached to, to hymns. That's why we, our people are so attached to the music that comes from church. Because we sang these songs and was conditioned to sing these songs, but we never learned the Bible. We had a lot of songs, a lot of things that we got passed down to us, but not actual scripture. Not the actual scripture. So we have centuries of this mental conditioning being passed down from generation to generation to generation to generation to where now literally our minds have been brainwashed. Our minds have been, have been have no concept of what the Bible is actually saying. So now from all that conditioning, then now to be able to come in now be able to read. We don't realize, a lot of us don't realize, we're being, we've been so conditioned for so many decades, so many centuries, that when we read the book, the, the book, even now when we read it, it's still with blinders on. You know, when we read it, there's been so much conditioning through religion, through philosophy, through, through just trying to survive here in the Americas, that now we still look at this book and we still don't see things clearly. Even we're at a point now where we can read, there's still been a mental conditioning given to us, that we that that unless we really do some real studying, we're not gonna be able to get past. And this was done on purpose. This was done on purpose to keep the Lord's people from waking up truly. To keep the Lord's people scattered. So we really never come back to the knowledge of the truth. So there's been a mystery. I'm gonna leave it at this. There's been a mystery that's been here from from ages since the world since the world began but now it's being revealed through the scriptures now with all that being said i, I gave this this open <laughs> uh uh i don't want to say soliloquy but this <laughs> this opening montage monologue what, what word i want to use Gabar? thorough <laughs> yeah you know what let, let, let me do this I, I guess i should have had this running in the background and i'm, I'm, I'm I'm gonna have the brother. I'm gonna take the brother to pop for this right here. Maybe I should have had this in the background. <laughs> Get that 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 soapbox going on. I got you. All right, I'm also doing I'm also doing that for a little bit of comic relief as we get ready to go into this topic. Again, I don't want it just to be that I'm, I'm that this is just about destroying people's lives. Like Christ said, I didn't come to destroy men's lives, 
but to save men's lives. Christ didn't come to condemn the world, but that the world through him that we might be saved. That this is about revealing now these things that we've been taught wrong, revealing now these things that we've been we've believed, um, but it's not really in the true worship of how God wants to be worshipped, how God wants to be served, how God, the most high, the creator, wants to be recognized. All right, so with that, again, I'm a terrible uh, uh I was gonna say put your seatbelt on, but we're about to climb through this 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 class, and it's gonna be at such a pace a seatbelt ain't gonna be required. <laughs> a a seatbelt we want you're mad fast, and and you ain't trying to fall out the car, <laughs> or, or, or or out the roller coaster. Right. Nope. <laughs> this ain't gonna be one of them those type of classes. <laughs> All right. This is not going to be one of those classes. Uh, let's go to, and uh, we're, going, we're going now to the, uh, uh, what I sent you last night, uh, Brother Gabar. We're going to Isaiah chapter 34, verse 16. Uh, Isaiah chapter 34 and verse 16 uh, reads, Seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read. No one of these shall fail. None shall want her mate. For my mouth it hath commanded, and his spirit it hath gathered them. Cool. I wanted to get the scripture right here. And there's so much meat. There's so much things that true and get out of the scripture right here. But for this point in time, I want to bring some attention or spotlight to the very first part of the scripture. Where it says, seek ye out of the book of the Lord, and now do what? Read. Read. It's important now, brothers and sisters, that we now seek out of the book of the Lord and we read. If we think about this for a second, why is illiteracy so high among our people, among so-called Negroes, Native Americans, and so-called Hispanics? Why is the illiteracy rate so high among our people? We do, are we really going to believe that that's coincidence? Are we really going to believe that reading comprehension among our people is, is, is greater than among any other people on the planet? Are we really going to really believe that, that that is just a coincidence, that really all we ever want to do is just play sports? All we have an aptitude to do is be entertainers. All we have attitude to do is want to be pimps and thugs and hoes and 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 strip and strip tease dancers and uh, uh, or, or or business moguls and entrepreneurs. That's the only attitude that we have. No, brother sisters, that that no. These these things again are not a coincidence that now we're being instructed in the scriptures. Here in Isaiah chapter 34 and verse 16, to seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read. You know, one thing that, that used to be said uh, about so, uh, our people, if you want to hide anything from our people, they say put it in the book. Because our people don't have reading comprehension, we don't like to read. Especially when it comes to this Bible. We, we, we can engulf ourselves in romance novels, 
we can engulf our, ourselves in, in comic books with all the pictures and everything. We can engulf ourselves on, on, in, in, in social media and TikToks and, or what have you, but to actually seek out of the book of the Lord and to now read, that, that we're, we're lacking in this. Now, one thing I would like to ask everybody, just to kind of put, put, a little, put that little something in people's minds, when Isaiah, when the Most High had Isaiah give this to the Israelites, seek ye out of the book of the Lord. What book of the Lord was he talking about? Remember, Isaiah, this was way before there was ever what we call today a New Testament. This is about 500 years before Christ came on the scene. To even start or to be able to start to give us what we know today as the New Testament. So for Isaiah to be instructing us, for the most I give Isaiah these instructions, seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read. This is one thing that, that we have not been conditioned to do. To whatever religion we were conditioned to obey, but from however, whatever family, whatever plantation we grew up on, whatever, whatever uh, uh, mission we were around, we were not conditioned to seek out of the book of the Lord and to read. From all the historically, uh, historical black universities, the HBCUs, it was never con- we were never conditioned to actually read the Bible. You know what, what a lot of our people were conditioned to do? Especially after they got, they got locked up? Read the Quran. Or listen to the Quran. Listen to the Egyptian Book of the Dead. Listen to or read the Constitution. We were conditioned and mentally with those things. Get an English uh, get, uh, uh, get your degree in English. Get your degree in, in whatever other field. Uh, and even in seminary school, you're not taught the Bible. You're taught how to. How, you're taught religion. But you even in seminary or theological school, you're not taught the Bible. But he, here we see the Bible telling us what seek out of the book of the Lord. And read. And I just, I, I am going to throw it out there again. There was no New Testament at this time. This, when Isaiah gave this to, when, I, when the Most High Isaiah prophesied this to the Israelites, it was approximately 500 years before Christ even came on the scene. So this was being told to the Israelites. We're at 2023, 2,500 years ago, 2,600 years ago, seek out the book of the Lord and read. Go get the prophecies. Go get what God said, what God told Moses, what God told Abraham, what God told Isaac, what he told Jacob, what he told Noah, what was said to, to, to Adam. What, what was going on during the time of Joshua? After Joshua passed, uh, uh, passed, what was going on at the time of the judges? 
Go seek and read. Go study our history. Go study the prophecies and read. And if we, if we go narrow it down, we would have to become familiar with what we call today the Old Testament. Mind you, I didn't say covenant. I said testament. And remember, when the Bible was first translated, the only reason they put, when, we first got, when the scrolls were first translated, it wasn't the Old Testament and New Testament. It was just the scrolls. The translators and translating the Bible from the Hebrew, Greek, and Latin into English, they're the ones who came up with Old Testament and New Testament. They're the ones who even came up with chapters, uh, verses, uh, with chapters and verses. Because they, had, they used that to mark where they was at in the translation. Remember, Paul, each one of Paul's books that we're about in the so-called New Testament right now, those were letters that he was writing to the people in those different cities. He didn't write those letters with a, with a chapter 1, verse, uh, uh, verse 8, a chapter 4, verse 9. They were all letters. But the translators, when they were translating those letters, translating those, that's why it's called epistles, because the word epistle means letter. That's why they were, when he, they were translating these, these, these scrolls and these letters, to keep up where they was at with the translation, that's where we, that's where they came up and, and uh, inserted uh, books, chapters, and verses. Otherwise, they were just letters, similar to the scrolls of Isaiah, of Jeremiah, of Ezekiel, of, of uh, Proverbs. There was no Proverbs chapter 1, verse 1. We're going to make a look at the Psalms. David didn't write um, the 23rd Psalms as far as the, this is the 23rd Psalms, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Remember, the Psalms is a hymn anyway. It's a song anyway. He was writing down lyrics of a song, of a poem. That a lot of those poems, a lot of those songs wind up being prophecies anyway. But there was no book, chapter, and verse. I'm only saying that, brothers and sisters, and I'm not trying to be long-winded again. I'm only saying these things. I'm trying to help us get, get, get a, a, a perspective of what he said. And not just getting the surface. Yeah, I, I know the scripture. We're going to read over it real quick and, and not really absorb it. No. Seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read. What was the book of the Lord? If there was no New Testament, it was all the history, all the prophecies that we would call today even the Torah. We know the Torah is the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. But then we had the writings after that. We had the writings of Joshua. We had the Judges. We have uh, First Kings, Second uh, Samuel. We have Esther, Job. And we have the writings. We have those things. We have to go back and look at those things. We have to study those things. We have to seek those things. All right? From there, 
Let's go now to 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. Uh, verse 15. Fine. 2 Timothy <clears throat> chapter 2 and verse 15 reads, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Verse 15. Fine. Brother, hold on one second. Hold on one second. My apologies, my apologies. Hello, hello, hello? Fine, I'm here. All right, cool. So, did you read verse 16? No. Um, um, uh, you, you stepped out for uh, just a second. All right, right before uh, I was getting ready to read it. Go, go ahead and read uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15 and 16 again. Con. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15 reads, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 16. But shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. So... And putting this in a nutshell, and we're going to really dive into this also, is we have to rightly divide the word of truth to avoid ungodliness. As we are seeking out of the book of the Lord and we're reading, that seeking being the same or synonymous with studying, we better make sure that we're studying and seeking out of the book of the Lord and, and dividing it the right way that we're going through this the right way. Because if we're not, it's going to lead to more profane and vain babblings, and a person will increase in their ungodliness, which a person will still won't be doing it the right way. To help try and bring this out a little bit more, try and bring, bring a little more flower to this, a little more uh, uh, understanding precept or, or pixels uh, to, to this picture, this mental picture, that we're trying to trying to paint and trying to give. I'm, in thinking with Second Timothy chapter two verse fifteen, in thinking with Second Timothy chapter two verse fifteen, I'm going to we're going to read. I'm going to ask, ask the brother Gabar read from several other versions of the Bible, all right? And we we'll look at how the in, interpreters and some of the words they came up with to try and help this a little bit more understandable or a little bit more clear, a little bit more fuller. And what's being said, that this, these things, that we know the most that, that every word of God is pure and that he had all these things written in the Bible for a reason, right? Not for it to be read over uh, quickly and not to be absorbed or thought about, all right? So, Brother Gabar, if you can read uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15 for the, uh, this is the American Standard Version Bible of 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. Um, um, let me, let me go. I got it here. Oh, you, you didn't have it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's opening right now. It's opening right now. Um, there we go. Okay, so, uh, it's, it's taking a little bit there. There it is. Okay. So, Second Timothy in the, uh, 
ASV? Yes, the American Standard Version. Tom, the, uh, the, in the ASV reads, 2 Timothy 2 and 15, give diligence to, pres- to present thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, handling aright the word of truth. So here, whereas the King James told us, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, here we have handling a right from the American Standard Version, handling a right the word of truth. Are we handling the words of truth, which is the book of the Lord, which is the Bible? Are we really handling this the right way? Are we handling the words of truth the right way? All right? Let's check out the, the Bible in basic English. Let's check out the same scripture, Second Timothy, Chapter 2, verse 15, and we're going to read the, the, the same scripture, but from the Bible in basic English. Go ahead, Ak. Con. Uh, the Bible in basic English reads, Let it be your care to get the approval of God as a workman who has no cause for shame, giving the true word in the right way. It's, it's, I love this here. Whereas in the King James, it said study to show itself approved unto God. In the American Standard, it said give diligence to present thyself approved to God. Here in the Bible, basic English, it says, let it be your care to get the approval of God. You better care about this so that you're not going to be ashamed because you're giving the true word in the right way. Like we read in Jeremiah 23 and 1, woe be to the pastors that scatter the sheep of my pastor, that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pastor. Christ told us in Matthew 24 about the false prophets, the false Christ that are going to arise in these last days, who are going to deceive many. That matter of Christ said, if it's possible, they will deceive the very elect. That's how slick and cunning. That, that, that's how, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Convincing? They're going to come? Come. That if we're not taking care to make sure we're getting the approval of God so that we don't cause shame, we better make sure that we're giving the true word in the right way. We make sure that we're handling aright the word of truth, that we're rightly dividing the word of truth, so that we don't be ashamed, that we might be approved unto God and not be found guilty of destroying and scattering the sheep of the Most High Pasture because we're not dividing the word of truth. We're not really studying. We're not searching the book of the Lord, the book of God. We're not going through this the right way that we're causing people to be more ungodly. We're not doing it the way God wants. We better make sure we're handling the word of truth the right way. Because that was the Bible in basic English. And this is going to be, I hate to say it, brothers and sisters, this is one of them uh, beat a dead horse um, uh, series that we're going to be going over. <laughs> All right? Let me go ahead and get some of that out the way. How do I say that? This, the, the disclaimer. Let me put it out here. And, brothers and sisters, 
when I first came into this knowledge, a lot of this knowledge was, was so eye-opening and so spectacular and so magnificent. I, I To read and read and read and read. When I was first shown the color of Christ, that blew me away. And this, I'm not trying to make this about me at all. That blew me away. But the one thought I had in my head was, damn, the whole time the color of Christ is right here in the scriptures, and I'd never seen it. The thing that, that, that sparked my mind, well, and I'm sure it sparked many other people's minds, what else has it been hiding from me? What else is in this Bible? That's different from what I learned through religion. That's different from what I learned in the world. If I can't trust the word of God, then who the hell can I trust? And I've never been shown the word of God, something as basic and simple as the color of Christ. If I can't get that right, or if didn't have that right, What else did they hide from me? Shalom, Devin. What else did they hid from me? So to read and, and want to absorb and get as much as possible, it, the mind was quick. To be flying through scriptures. Quick. But as, now again, going 35 years into this, do you know how many times we've been over the Bible? How many times? My first teacher of Bonazar. We had to read the whole the Bible every three months. We had to read the whole Bible every three months. So we started that. We're going to read this whole Bible every three months. After a while, you get to hear, you know, you know how, how a per, you might have a favorite movie that you might have, but every time you watch the movie, you find you see something else in it. You find something that you never knew this whole time, that you never saw before? Brother says, that's what happened with this, with this Bible. That is the same thing that happens with this Bible. You get to go over so many times, like, damn, how did I ever miss this? There, there be times even to this day, I'll read a scripture, and it's, it's like I've never seen that scripture before ever in the Bible, and I know I've read the Bible through at least seven times, including the Apocrypha. That to come back now, that there's so much more to it. The knowledge of God, his wisdom, his understanding is so deep and so great and powerful that, that, that my mindset from when I first came in at 19 to where it's at now, and after all the times we've had to go over these scriptures and over these scriptures and to study and put the history together, put the research together, and, and, and really absorbing there was a time, brothers and sisters, if y'all are there, I, I don't know, but for, for myself, there was a time because of the conditioning that we had been under, I thought the Bible was the white man's book. Even as, as I was taught and shown where the people in the Bible called themselves black, they were called nigger, called nigger. They were dark. Getting all the archaeology from across the world. That was different from what we were just being shown here in America, in, 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 that to go get the actual icons 
and seeing the color that the color of the Israelites of the Bible dark. Especially over in Russia. I mean Russia, Israel, the catacombs, uh uh England, everywhere. Dark skin. But to get to the point where now when I'm reading this Bible, I can actually see it's us, it's my people. Getting past the these and the thous and how the King James talks, and then getting to a point where you can see this is how we think, this really is how we talk. That is not the so-called white man. It, 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 it's not. It's not. It's not them. This really is us. This is how we think. It took me a while to get there. It took me a while to get there. But now, in getting to those points. Well, we got read the scripture, and I said, no, nope, that, that's definitely our people. <laughs> I don't know how many times I say with the brother Tazapal or, or, or the brother Gabar, we are definitely the, the people of the book. If we are not the Israelites, there are none. And not just on, on the superhero, the greatest, most righteous people on the planet. No, the most wicked, stubborn, stiff-necked, rebellious, prideful, covetous, lustful, wrathful. <laughs> hard, hard-headed. <laughs> Hard-headed people ever? Oh, that divided? There's nobody that does it like we do. We are the people of the book. But to get to that understanding and let that really seep in and, and, and soak in? Yeah. So let's continue on with 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, and let's read from the, the Beeren Study Bible. And brothers and sisters, I, I, I want to say this too. In my in, in, in my thirty five years, one thing I've always wanted to get into is word studies. I don't know how many dictionaries, especially before my eyes started getting bad. I don't know how many dictionaries I've collected over the years, collected and lost, collected and lost. That I wanted to get into the, the meaning of these words to try and get what was being said, what was really happening, what was really meant. So the the dictionaries. Yes. Let's take a look at these words. Let's go into it and get what this is saying. What did he mean? What did they mean? What was this? What was that? What was the atmosphere? What was the setting? If this is two black people talking, what was the spirit or the element or the, or the, or the, uh, uh, what was happening in this room? What was really going on and how was this really said? How would a black man who was angry, how he said this? <laughs> yeah, the, the the dynamic. What was the, the the dynamic that was going on? Or if it was Solomon, you know, a smooth operator. If this nigga was, was I, 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 yeah, if this nigga was 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 every smooth talking, <laughs> come on, a thousand women. I'm gonna say it like that, a thousand women. When he's talking about love, just how was that really coming across? <laughs> Instead of just being words on a black and white words on a piece of paper, <laughs> nah. How was he getting inside her head? <laughs> what kind of game was being? How did he present this? to this woman or to whoever. Now understanding that this is our people. This is us. 
If it was the most high talking about something that made him joy, joy, joyful, then understanding that that joy, that 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 that, that emotion, understanding that feeling of he, the the joy he's trying to share with somebody, what would that have felt like? What would that have looked like? What would that have been like? How would that have been delivered? So, for me, I, there was a lot of dictionaries. A whole, I don't know how many Bibles I, I, I were looking to. And then one thing you might know is, as, I, as, I, as you check out some of my classes, the commentaries. Who? The commentaries. Actually, going to people who had the, the, the access to the history and archaeology that we, didn't have, that we don't have access to. The people who actually went and did the archaeological digs. The people who had nothing but time. That their jobs was to study the Bible. They didn't have another job on the side. And then once that job was done, then he started dealing with. The, then they dealt with the family. That now they spend a little, a little uh, some time at night to go into some Bible study. No, they dedicated their whole lives to the study, to the research. The the, the atlases. I didn't really get into the atlases. I know Brother Todd's part of us, but to really get to the research, to get to the mind. But listen, I'm, I, let me take this time now. I'm on my soapbox again. Let me take this time now. Do yourself the favor of checking out Brother of Warner Iron's classes on the Sabbath, on the Sabbath day. Every Sabbath class is great, but one thing that Brother of Warner Iron is really going through, he is combing through the history of the Israelites. I was listening to his class this past Saturday, this past Sabbath. My goodness. The brother is matching. He's putting so, together so many of the, of the Bible history and chronology together. We're right now the kings of Israel. And, and the, understanding the, the real dynamic was going on, along with the Josephus and other references, oh, it, 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 it was stupendous. I, I, I got no other word but to say to that. To really get into the mindset of what was happening with, the, with the, these kings, oh, my goodness. Go and check him out. Go and check out uh, on, what, what is the, the channel? Uh, ISBHPKs for the Truth. Go check out their Sabbath classes. Outstanding. Outstanding. Please don't forget another Tuss Pods classes. Please go and, and, and check out Tuss Pods classes right here on, on uh, ISBHPK Bible Talk. Please go and check them out. Their, their, their awards classes are as good on the Sabbath. Some of the research he's doing, really, I was impressed. I was impressed. I felt like I was, I was watching a Tazza Park class. It just had the visuals. Go and check it out. And putting these things together, that, that, some of that history, mind-blowing. You can see it. It's better than watching a movie. You, the mental picture that's being painted, you can see it. You can feel it and know this is us. And now I'll be able to see, you know what? I really need to work on this in myself. Damn. A lot of things that they were doing that wound up being wrong, I find myself doing some of the same things. I can see what they didn't change. I better go back and change. Let me correct this in myself because there's nothing new under the sun. Let me go back and study like what we're going over. So continuing on, Let's go to, let's stay in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. 
and let's read the Beeren Study Bible. The Beeren Study Bible. It's a study Bible. It was put together for those who like to study. The Beeren Study Bible. Why are you laughing? Huh? Uh, Why uh, uh, you ain't gonna let that go? Why are you laughing? <laughs> just, just you know, in the uh, just how you uh, emphasized the study, which is important. You know, it just, cool. it just came off, you know, for those of us that like to study. Scott. That's, this is who this is for. Scott. <laughs> 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 All right, please read that. Second Timothy 2, verse 15 from the Beeren Study Bible. Scott, from the BSB or the Beeren Study Bible, make every effort to present yourself approved to God and un, an unashamed workman who accurately handles the word of truth. Ooh, 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 ooh. Make every effort to present yourself approved to God and unashamed workman. What's going to make a person approved to God and be, and, and be an unashamed workman? That one who accurately handles the word of truth. And putting this together with some of the other versions, that we're giving the true word of God the right way. That we're handling aright the word of God. We're giving diligence. It says, let it be your care and make every effort I, I, I hope this is being absorbed. I hope this is really being, being absorbed and, 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 and uh, soaked in. I know it seems kind of slow. I'm, I'm beating this dead horse. But I really hope this is getting, really getting the time to marinate, to understand some of the importance of some of these things that, that we do be going over. And that th this, these things are very important. And let me let me say this also. Let me get this plug out. It, this, it, it, I'm, I'm not getting paid by Eastward. They, they don't do it like that. If you have a, 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 a desktop or a laptop, download Eastward Bible app. You want to download? It's free. If they charge you for it, you're the wrong one. I believe it's at Eastward.net. You want to download it, and you can get access to, I mean, Bibles, dictionaries. Um, uh, commentaries, the, the Josephus, uh, all types of atlases and maps, and just study helps. That Eastward, oh, and it's free, and you can just keep adding more and more to it. And this is where I'm, I'm, I'm doing, where I'm getting all these versions of the Bible from. They also have this on, on the um, uh, Blue Letter app that you can download to your phone. Also, they have where you, you can compare verses. Right, you can compare verses on the, the Blue Letter app. The, the same way, all right? So you can see it, and you'll be able to read along with us the same way, all right? But one thing I also like about the Eastward is that once you download it, you don't have to be connected to the Internet to use it. That's one thing I do with the Eastward. And then if you go to Bible Study Tools, once you download Eastward, you can get different modules to keep adding more and more dictionaries, Bibles, uh, 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 commentaries, reference helps for free. To your Eastward. I'm, uh, 
I love it. So please, if you're trying to get your study game up, please check these things out. All right? So that was the Beaver Study Bible. Now we're going to read from the Common English Version, the Common English Version Bible. Can we read this, please? Fine. Second Tim. Second Timothy 2 and 15 in the Common uh, English Version Bible mm-hmm. reads, Do your best. Do your best to win God's approval as a worker who doesn't need to be ashamed and who teaches only the true message. Oh, my goodness. Ah. Ah. I don't know why this, this song there just came to my mind. Gabar, what was that song? Shoot that poison arrow through my heart. <laughs> That's the Duran Duran. <laughs> Albuquerque, New Mexico, y'all, 1984, all right? Northeast side, Albuquerque. Dig it. <laughs> Common English Version Bible, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. Do your best to win God's approval as a worker who doesn't need to be ashamed and who teaches only the true message. I, I'm, I'm letting this point continue to be reiterated and reiterated and reiterated. Because one of these might resonate with different people uh, uh, the, the, Bible, the right way. The importance of, of what this means. Because if we don't do, if we're not be, uh, doing our best to win God's approval, if we're not, uh, what does it say here, making every effort to present ourselves approved to God, if we're not taking care to get approval of God, if we're not giving diligence to present ourselves approved to God, we can be walking through this, our journey doing things completely wrong and not really have the true message. That, brothers and sisters, that's another thing that scares the heck out of me. How many people really, in their true hearts, they sincerely believe they're doing things the right way and they, couldn't, they, they missed the boat altogether? That is a terrifying thought. That people aren't doing it out of maliciousness. People aren't doing it out of, out of just trying to be contrary. That in all 100% sincerity of their hearts, they think they're doing it the right way, but they're not. That's scary. That's scary. All right. Go to another study Bible, y'all. The Darby Study Bible. The Darby Study Bible. You got me out? Con. Um, the Darby Study Bible reads in Second Timothy two and fifteen to strive diligently to present thyself approved to God, a workman that has not to be ashamed, cutting in a straight line the word of truth. <laughs> strive diligently to be approved of God. Not to be ashamed that you're cutting 
in a straight line, the word of truth. You're not getting crooked. You're not going off. That you're getting it straight. Didn't Christ say straight is the way that leads to, to, to the kingdom? Narrow is the path and straight is the way? Are we walking through this Bible with the true message, the straight way, the right way? Are we really teaching the true message? Are we handling the word of truth accurately? Are we giving the true word in the right way? Are we handling a right the word of truth so that, we don't have, so that we can present ourselves unto God and not be ashamed. That the work we're doing is the right work. From there, let's check out the Good News Bible. I'm, uh, we're about to, I'm going to end this right at two hours. Lot. We're going to end this right at two hours. So when we get the 90 seconds and the, and the 60 seconds, we're going to end it right at two hours. Uh, let's get the Good News Bible. Let's read the, 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 the same verse from the Good News Bible. Fine. Uh, from the Good News Bible, 2 Timothy 2 and 15 reads, uh, do your best, <clears throat> do your best to win full approval in God's sight as a worker who is not ashamed of his work, one who correctly teaches the message of God's truth. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I know it's only little variances, but you better be doing your best. We better be doing our best to win full approval in God's sight. As a worker who is not going to be ashamed of his work, why? One who correctly teaches the message of God's truth. From there, let's get the International Standard Version Bible. The International Standard Version Bible. From the International Standard Version Bible, um, 2 Timothy 2 and 15 reads, do your best to present yourself to God as an approved worker who has nothing to be ashamed of, handling the word of truth with precision. Ah! Do your best to present yourself to God as an approved worker who has nothing to be ashamed of, handling the word of truth with precision. Let's jump down to the YLT, the, the Young's Literal Translation Bible, the Young's Literal Translation Bible. Let's read that. Con, from the Young's Literal uh, Version of, of the Bible, Study Bible, um, 2 Timothy 2 and 15 reads, Be diligent to present thyself approved to God, a workman irreproachable, rightly dividing the word of the truth. We, we better be diligent. So we might be irreproachable, rightly dividing the word of truth. All right, brothers, like I said, this is most definitely just the first part, the first, first, first stop. Uh, of this, that we're going to be going to this and then with the birth of Christ, this is just our first, this is going to be the first one. We are, most times will, we're going to continue with this as we're going to walk through this. 
right, as, as we're definitely going to go ahead and walk through this. Uh, Brother Gabar, any uh, closing, uh, anything at all, uh, um, epiphanies, uh, revelation, or understanding you want to share, please take this time to do it. I'm just, you know, under the under the understanding that um, we we are being we're, we're being held according to the scripture to a higher standard, a higher standard when it comes to uh, the Lord's people, the Lord's inheritance, that we rightly divide the word of truth when we present it to our people. Um, though they the different versions of the Bible are you know they're they're slight and some real subtle but even in those subtle subtle differences in 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 words they still are um very very important and they do raise the value of understanding uh the information that we need to learn and that we need to give out to our people uh words like straight straight shooter those are complimentary words when when someone tells you that that person is a straight shooter he he gives you the information that you need straight no lies no false no add-ons no 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 unnecessary add-ons just straight and correctly and that's 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 what we want to accomplish and I believe that um, we've 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 made a, a a good start, a good start. So you know, before you put on the young and the restless on me, I'm gonna hand it back to you. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. All right, brothers and sisters, thank you for tuning in uh, for another episode of uh, uh, Bible Talk. I'm not sure if we're gonna change the name. I know it, I changed it from to uh, from Sword of Truth Bible Talk to ISBHBK Bible Talk. I'm not sure we're going to change it again to uh, Stream of Wisdom Bible Talk or just have a Bible Talk. I'm not sure, but, again, thank you for tuning in to another episode of, of Bible Talk. If you missed any part of our show, you can catch us on uh, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio Podcast, Apple iTunes Podcast, or Podcast Addict, or you can go to our homepage at www.blogtalkradio.com uh, forward slash Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. All right, cool, cool. Again, this being Monday. Uh, we invite you to please check out uh, our, our YouTube channels from any of our uh, 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 brother schools or family schools here in San Antonio, starting at 7 p.m. at ISBHBK uh, uh, San Antonio, starting at 7 p.m., or uh, our, our brother school there in Houston, uh, SOW, uh, Stream, Stream of Wisdom, uh, Houston, uh, with Brother Quatrezat, starting at 7 p.m. tonight as well. And please tune in tomorrow. Right, tune in tomorrow for another exciting, informative um, uh, show from our brother, our coach, our friend. Uh, ooh, I need to check with that. Uh, y'all might hear my squeaky, crackly, crazy, accented voice tomorrow. <laughs> Let's... I got to check with the brother, uh, Tazza Pa. I know he had, he had, there, there's some things happening this week. So let me check with him if, he, if he's going to have class tomorrow. And if he does it, then cool. Guess what? We jumped in split splash. I was taking a bath. We're going to jump all up in it. <laughs> 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 we, we, 
we're gonna jump all up into we're gonna continue to jump all into into this right here. All right. Um, all right, I just got a text from Brother Tazapa. He says he is good to go for tomorrow evening. So please check us out tomorrow for Tazapa Tuesdays. Tazapa Tuesdays. Tazapa Tuesdays. When every Tuesday. And it's gonna be tomorrow morning. Looks like it's gonna be tomorrow evening. Uh, the the brother is gonna be uh, in control of, of of the wheels of steel of the realm to to continue teaching the word of God accurately with precision. <laughs> and all right, all right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, I, I I see you listening to everything. That's why I'm I'm being, doing a little extra on there. But with that. Thank you, everybody, for, for, for tuning in, all right? Uh, and please spread the word, all right? Please spread the word. Uh, for the most part, Monday through Thursday, uh, 10 p.m. To, to noon, 646-668-2568. Uh, you can call in any time when we have a live show going on, and that's the number to call in for the live show, or uh, at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. Uh, come and check it out, all right? Come and hang out. Let's get into this. Let's get into this. So... For uh, Bible Talk, my name is Mashaba. My name is Gabar Kawa. And we would like to say Shalom. Shalom.